So hello, everyone. I'd like to welcome you all to the latest installment of Hydrocarbon Processing's podcast series, The Main Column. I am your host, Lee Nichols, and I'm the Vice President of Content and the Editor-in-Chief of Hydrocarbon Processing. Now, we have a very special guest joining us today, Gene Kamek, who is the Chief Operating Officer for Aduro Clean Technologies. And today we're going to be diving into the topic of plastics recycling. Now, we got a lot to get to on this edition of the main column, so let's go ahead and get started and welcome in our special guest. Gene, how are you doing today? I'm doing very well, Lee. Thanks. Excellent. Well, well, thanks for giving us a couple minutes of your time today. Um, first off, though, before we dive into the bulk of the uh, questions that I have for you today, can you let the listeners know a little bit more about Aduro Clean Technologies and then your role with the company? Uh, absolutely. So Aduro is, is basically a technology development company. We apply the transformative power of chemistry and weave those into some novel scientific processes that provide some solutions to very challenging market segments right now. So we're focused on what we call our hydrochemolytic platform technology. And that takes lower value products like uh, heavy oil, bitumen, uh, or in the case of what we're focused on now, waste plastics, and upgrades or recycles them into more useful products. And it does that while addressing some of the limitations of existing recycling and upgrading technologies. And so compared to our traditional thermolytic technologies, our processes work at a lower temperature, don't require the addition of molecular hydrogen or expensive catalyst and produce a very high quality yield uh, that requires very minimal post-processing. Um, as far as my role, I'm the chief operating officer. And as such, I'm responsible for moving that technology, as I like to say, kicking and screaming sometimes from the laboratory into the commercial production. Excellent, and, and that's what I wanna dive into today, of course, is your technology, hydrochemolytic. So can you talk a little bit about what that technology is, and of course, how it's used? Absolutely. So hydrochemolytic technology is what we call a platform technology, and that means that it's a, it's a fairly versatile chemical process that can be applied to a number of different applications. The core chemistry uh, takes water and a catalyst, and it, it allows us to cleave carbon-carbon bonds in large macromolecules. Uh, and thereby making shorter chain molecules out of that. So, so uh, substances that have these long carbon-carbon backbones, as we call it, um, are, are the ones that we're targeting with this process. And so, for example, in, if we look at Alberta bitumen, the, these are long, heavy crude oil molecules, and we can shorten those, and that makes the oil less viscous and more flowable. Uh, recently, the interest in upcycling plastics has led us to apply those same that same chemistry to shorten the very hard to recycle chain growth polymers like polyethylene or polypropylene into recyclable hydrocarbons. The chemistry is really unique in two aspects. First of all, rather than cracking the molecule thermally, we apply water in a catalyst that selectively break up the just the carbon-carbon backbones. In, in those families of macromolecules. And this gives us shorter chain molecules that resemble whatever the molecular form was of the feedstock that we're using. The interesting part about it is that we've developed a method of quenching or saturated the free radicals created as we break those carbon-carbon bonds. And so rather than just breaking them and allowing them to reform however they want to, 
we now have very stable shorter chain molecules that we work with. The ability to do those two reactions in a single stage we see as our fundamental differentiation in the industry. And like any technology, it has limitations. It only works where we have those long carbon-carbon backbones, things like bitumen or, or chain growth polymers. However, we're really excited when we look at the waste plastics market because about 60% or more of the currently produced plastics fall into that chain growth uh, polymer and they're extremely difficult to recycle. No, great. And that's actually a great segue into my next question because I wanted to focus on plastics. So how do you see Duro fitting into the overall plastics recycling market? Well, the plastics recycling market, as anybody you know, has been following it knows, is a very complex market. And it falls basically, though, into two very broad categories. One is mechanical recycling. And then beyond that is advanced for chemical recycling. So mechanical recycling takes polymers basically as they are and repurposes them. In other words, we'll make park benches out of collected plastics. Um, it's a great process because it uses the least amount of energy and it's very easy to implement. But it has really two major limitations on it. First, it requires relatively high quality feedstock. So that limits it to about 15% or less of the available plastic waste. And secondly, it always downcycles plastic, meaning that the applications for mechanically recycled plastics because of the mix and, and polymers that you're getting is limited applications that can actually use that lower quality material. So we may take something like food packaging and recycle it into fence posts and, and so forth. The Aduro technology falls into the category of advanced or chemical recycling, and that's an umbrella term that includes several different types of chemical and biorecycling technologies. The demand for this is growing because they can process waste plastics that are very difficult to recycle mechanically. In advanced recycling, you're taking waste plastic and then breaking apart those polymer molecules into components that can then be used to create either new plastics or supply hydrocarbons into the uh, into the fossil environment. So it not only enables the material circularity by bringing the waste plastic back into the loop in its original form, but it also substitutes for the need to produce new uh, forms of that of that plastic. So post-consumer brand owners are increasingly seeing advanced recycling as a necessary component or complement to the mechanical recycling if they're to meet some of the goals that they've set for themselves in a circular economy over the next decade. And we think our process offers a very unique solution for upcycling these difficult to recycle plastics while lowering the overall uh, use of the of energy resources and limiting our environmental footprint as well. And I always I always get really interested in these types of new technologies. So and especially of course how they originated. So I wonder if you can just let the listeners know about, you know, why was this technology invented? And then, of course, can you go through the process of how this technology was created? Uh, you bet. And it's, uh, it's it's an interesting story, and it, it gets back to the basics of science and creativity. Uh, we actually created, the, the company was created in November of 2011 after kind of playing around with about three years of research and investigation in the bitumen upgrading space. At that time, there was a great demand for bitumen upgrading. 
And our two co-founders were Ofer Vikas and Marcus uh, Trigstad. Uh, Ofer is our CEO, Marcus is our CTO, Chief Technology Officer. And so both are remain with the business. Uh, they're our, our business and technology leaders for the company. We initially set out to find better ways to upgrade heavy petroleum with a focus on Alberta bitumen, uh, which is extremely dense and viscous, and it makes it really difficult to transport by pipeline. So to the traditional options uh, for either partial or full upgrading of bitumen either the, require the use of, of a dilution mechanism, typically condensate, or involve very complex CapEx and uh, OpEx intensive operations. So in looking at alternatives to conventional petrochemical technologies, our, our scientists took a little different approach and it resulted in the discovery and development of the hydrochemolytic technology. Uh, the hydrochemolytic bitumen upgrading process offers bitumen producers a new and sustainable approach to improving the quality and value of the product while greatly reducing the demand for the dilution, the, the dilution agents. And because it operates at lower temperatures than, than normal processes, it requires lower energy inputs and produces a higher liquid yield coming out. But the, the flexibility of our technology has enabled us to go beyond the bitumen upgrading and apply it to diverse applications. And we stumbled upon really the, the chemical recycling of plastics uh, as the, an area to really focus on for the next year or two. And from your testing of this technology, what have you found as the benefits of it? Well, focusing on that plastic recycling market, there's two real key differentiations as we mentioned before. Uh, one is the selective uh, scission or cleaving of those carbon-carbon backbones, and then that in situ saturation of the free radicals. And what that allows us to achieve are several really direct benefits in this market. First of all, we, we produce a very high quality product in high yields. The high quality product means we don't require extensive post-treatment like hydro-treating like hydro and a high yield means that we have less waste stream to manage and a more sellable product coming out of the uh, process. Secondly, it's a relatively simple process. It uses a cheap and easy to source catalyst. It operates without the need for molecular hydrogen and it lower, operates at lower energy costs. And this combination allows us to lower both the overall capital cost and the operating cost. So in addition, uh, it, by operating at those lower temperatures, we further reduce the energy cost and keep it a low carbon footprint as well. Thirdly, we can source a, a larger variety of feedstocks. Most chain growth polymers, including polyethylene, polypropylene, polystyrene, even some tar rubber and epoxy resins. In addition, we see the process as being less susceptible to contaminants typically found in waste plastics or almost always found in waste plastics. So that combination opens access to uh, lower cost feeds and the ability to target more markets. Finally, an interesting benefit that we see of it is, is scalability. It, it allows us to be more competitive at smaller plant sizes. And usually we talk about scale being larger plants. We're trying to get to smaller ones. The ability to create smaller modular plants has two major advantages. First, we can tailor a facility to more specific feeds since we don't have to have as much of that feed. 
And, and having control over the feedstock improves both product quality and the yields. Secondly, and it's probably the major advantage, it allows us to distribute those facilities closer to the plastic sources. So if you think about how much plastic is required to support a 100,000 tons per year facility, well, it's easy math, it's 100,000 tons of plastics. And to get that amount of plastic to a single location, either limits the areas that you can locate the plant. For example, you have to put it in large cities or that plastic has to be transported over a greater area, which is very, very expensive compared to transporting the liquids. And now with this technology, what stage of the process are you currently regard, uh, are you in with this? I mean, is it in a pilot scale, commercial, et cetera? Well, we've done a lot of work proving the chemistry. We've done extensive testing in the laboratory, uh, including some continuous reactor work on bitumen. And currently we're in the process of commissioning bench scale reactor systems that will allow us to further define the process. Both one, one we're actually commissioning two of those, one in the bitumen scope and one in the plastic scope. Uh, that will allow us to really define what that process looks like in a continuous regime. And from there, then we'll move to a pilot plant and then from that into commercial. Our vision is to play a leading role in this advanced chemical recycling and provide greener, more sustainable process to, to mitigate current challenges. And, and to, in that process, we'll raise, raise the awareness and the, the acceptability of these processes. Plexus, I, I really just got one more question for you, and and it's been great. It's a, a very interesting technology, and you mentioned the benefits. So I'm kind of curious then, so what's next for the technology? Well, like I said, it's a platform technology, and so it's one that uses less energy, creates stable, usable products um, that have much higher value compared to other technologies on the market. And so we think that allows us to play uh, a very important part in solving some of the complex and troubling problems like the waste plastic problem. Right now, we're very focused on getting that plastic upcycling to a commercial stage and in parallel defining what our offering is going to look like in the bitumen market as well. We've entered several strategic partnerships to achieve that. Uh, most notably, we were recently accepted in the Shell Game Changer program, which gives us an opportunity to to work with Shell's technical expertise to advance our technology, giving us a lot of insight into uh, their experience at, at new technologies. And that's been a, a really nice uh, partnership for us. And then once we, we get the plastic upcycling, the bitumen offerings in place, uh, then we're looking at, at several new applications for that technology as well. And those look very, very promising. So we expect to, uh, to be around for a long time. Excellent. Well, listen, Gene, I really can't thank you enough uh, to, to give us a couple minutes of your time today. It, it's it's going to be a very interesting technology, so I'm very, I'm very uh, interested in seeing how it's going to evolve here in the future. So I know we'll definitely have you on uh, to talk about, uh, you know, how this how this technology has progressed. So definitely really want to thank you for your time today. Um, and of course, lastly, we really want to thank all of you for listening to the latest installment of Hydrocarbon Processing's podcast series the main column.